You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. This is episode number 294 of East Centurion's favorite podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. Today I am joined by our returning uh, podcast producer emeritus, yes. Christopher Staten. That is correct. Uh, and my forever co-host, Mr. Dakota Davis. What are we doing today, sir? Today's episode features Mr. Gunner Landon. Gunner is going to be putting on a music show here in Newcastle, Indiana called 765 Underground. We are going to be talking to Gunner about uh, all things um, local, the local music scene, I guess. We're going to be um, asking him about the artists that are going to be there, uh, what kind of things you can expect, and uh, also who the best barber in Newcastle is going to be at the very end of the show. So you want to make sure and stick around so you can hear that nugget. And we'll throw some curveballs over there at Final Thoughts as well. This show is about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh. But hopefully you'll always learn something new. My God, if you are a patron, you have learned more than you ever thought you would want to know tonight. You're welcome. And that's all the teas you get. Yep. But it is worth that tea and whatever other tea there is mm-hmm. uh, for any subscription price. If you join Patreon at any level, you get access to that tremendous episode. Patreon.com slash boss hog of Liberty is where you can go to find all of that bonus content. Every week we give you uh, extra 20 minutes of show coverage with our guests uh, they sit in on it as well. We also give you show notes before the show ever starts. You get access to a Facebook group that is only for you guys. And uh, occasionally through the year, we will send you some goodies as well. They uh, start out at $5 a month, and they go all the way up to $50 or more a month. And those folks get a shout-out at the front of every episode. And those folks are Miss Christy Avery, Mr. Jonathan Phillips, and then, of course, Mr. Anthony Meyer. Once again, patreon.com slash boss hog of liberty, or you can go to boss hog of liberty.com and click the support now button. And there is some merchandise available, Mr. Dakota. Always you can uh, get your merchandise. We have uh, t shirts, um, really any kind of a t shirt or sweatshirt. You just need to send an email to Dakota at boss hog of liberty.com or Jeremiah at boss hog of liberty.com, or you can go to boss hog of liberty.com and you can send an voicemail and tell us everything you want and we'll get it to your door after you pay us after you pay us (laughs) and Dakota figures out how much it's going to cost. Yeah. Do we have a formal quote system yet? Yeah. There's a whole uh, sheet. There's a whole thing. All right. got a rate sheet. It's easy. Piece of cake. Audrey has a a job form. You'll be sent a job form to select your shirt type, your size, and then that'll calculate the payment. Piece of cake. Easy. All right. With that, we've uh, we've we've promoted ourselves enough. Let's talk about the seven six five underground thing. 
What's what's a seven six five, and does it happen in basements, Glenn or Landon? <laughs> so the seven six five is our uh, area code for for Newcastle and surrounding areas. Henry County um, is our, you know, more of our local setting, but it extends out to the Wayne County and everything. So that's why I chose to name the show seven six five Underground because I have multiple different artists coming in from um, from throughout the seven six five as a whole from the area. Yeah, Wayne County and Henry County um, mainly. And then I actually, I did bring one artist in that I uh, I think is a very special performer. I brought him in from Indy uh, to give 765 a little taste of the 317. So. so what you're doing is you are privately producing a music show. Yes. I don't want to say that this is the Blues Brothers all of a sudden, but <laughs> one spectacular show can change the world. Uh, it's going to be happening in Newcastle. Your venue sounds exclusive. Yeah, so the venue is a so a friend of mine. Um, I I had uh, decided that I thought it would be it'd be cool to to host a show here in Newcastle. And, you know, there's a lot of artists, myself included, that you know perform and 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 make music here locally. And there's here in Newcastle, there hasn't been much of a a platform to perform with people having to go out to Muncie and Indianapolis and, and places like that to, to get their name out there. And I thought that, you know, having it here would be good because I mean, it's, it's a good opportunity for, for the local artists, but it's also a, a chance for um, people in the community to, to come and actually be able to hear some of their local artists um, live because there's, there's a, a lot of people that, that check out me and my, my friends art um, their music and everything. And a lot of people check them out locally, but um, when we have shows in, in Muncie and Indianapolis and stuff, they can't, you know, come whether it's just not having the time. Some people, some of our, our fans and stuff are don't, don't drive, you know, the younger teenagers, whatever. Um, so you're developing a music scene in Newcastle, correct? This first event, the first of many events, we'll, we'll, we'll say that this is the first of many in your concert promotion uh, <laughs> endeavors. Yeah. It's going to be on, is it? A, this is a Saturday night, April 8th? Yep. Saturday, yep. April 8th. It's next Saturday. Yep. All right. So a week from, two weeks from this Saturday. Well, One week 10 from days from now, Saturday. essentially. Yep. Yes. All right. 10 days. Oh, we'll use a calendar that way. Yeah. Two Saturdays from now. A week from Saturday. We spoon-fed this to me. I will, I will understand that. <laughs> yeah, a week from this Saturday. Easter Saturday. That's right. Yep. Yes. Big show. All right. uh, 510 Cedar Drive in Newcastle, there's a $10 entry fee. Correct. Uh, So the the venue is actually, like I said, a friend of mine, she uh, set me up with it. It's it's actually her parents' house. So her her parents know they're hosting a concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they actually, um, their their garage. Conveniently, they will be out of town. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, they actually turned their garage and their basement into a music venue because there was nowhere in Newcastle that was like a live music venue. So um, they put a stage in their basement. It's like you walk into the garage. To the right is the is the basement. You go down in the basement. There's speakers. They have they have a they have a whole setup down there. Uh, mm-hmm. Mics, stage, mixing board, everything you need. Um, and then actually in the garage. So the uh, basement has it's it's got a decent size, but in the garage they actually cut a hole out in the wall to open these doors up so that you can see right on stage. So that even if you know you're standing in the garage, you can still be. You know, you're in the club. Exactly, exactly. You can still kind of be in there. 
to to offer more more space, more seating, and stuff like that. And um, so, yeah, they they hosted they uh, started that, and they've hosted quite a few shows. Uh, it's called the Riot Room, so you can look it up, and they have a Facebook page and everything. They uh, they've hosted multiple shows. I know. I don't know if, how many they've held in 2023, but I know that they've held multiple shows within the last few years and everything since they've done that. All right. So tell us what kind of music, like, so what's, what's your passion? What makes you say you want to get into this? What, what are we selling tickets to? So if, if people want to go, what are, I guess the thing I'm asking Dakota is what the hell are kids listening to these days? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, primarily it's uh hip hop and then, I, me and a couple of the other artists, we we do a little bit more of an R and B style. So hip hop and R and B show, really, um, the two go together pretty well. Um, you can you could say some of it it's rap, yeah, but uh, there's how there, there's how R and B is it? is it like R Kelly R and B? So my R and B that I do, um, I I I say that I am an R and B artist with a twist. So I kind of take the R and B and um, Put a little bit of my own taste on it. It's more probably like an alternative R and B, R and B kind of mixed with hip hop. So it's not it's not full on hip hop. It's not full on R and B. It's kind of a, a nice marriage of the two that I've I've started doing. Gotcha. So is this all voice? Like you, obviously, you guys are singing, but do you have bands that come with you, or is it all tracks that are already yes, established? Tracks. We're just vocalists. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Singer songwriters. So um, now. You know the the tracks in the back and stuff will have guitars and everything else playing, but yeah, there is no uh, live instruments for us. Makes it easy. You could do it. Yep. You could do it at a place like the Riot Room. That's right. Now they they actually hold full bands and everything, but um, for us, uh, it was a better because without the the full instruments and everything, we're able to have uh, um, set times that are you know less time because. It doesn't take, you know, 20 minutes to set up and everything, you know, it's just boom, boom, boom. Next guy can be on the stage 30 seconds after the last guy. So, I mean, there's, you know, more room for, for multiple artists to be able to perform. Gotcha. So you said uh, hip hop and R&B. Um, I, I know there's like a, there's a, a slight distinction between hip hop and rap. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anyone who's like strictly a a rap artist is going to be there. So I would say, um, Lil Sid, he's a, he's a performer that'll be there. Um, he, he probably leans more towards the rap. Um, rapper is kind of just a label that has been thrown on any local artist that makes music has, has been deemed a rapper. I know people call me a rapper. I, I wouldn't, I would not consider myself a rapper, but, um, he, he is actually like, a, like, you know, does more of a faster style, like leaning towards like some Eminem type stuff and everything, which, I mean, he does a variety, but I'd say that, that him specifically is probably the, the closest thing to like rap that we'll have at the show. So okay. do you guys do any covers or is it entirely original? Every, everything you're going to hear is all original music. Um, at this show, yeah, everything will be original. Um, we do have, I mean, there's some of the guys that do covers and everything. Um, I'm not sure if any of us, that are performing have released covers, but I know some people have uh, recorded them just for fun. And, and then I know some other local artists that aren't necessarily there on this night performing, but they have, have made covers and uh, a lot of us have, have talked about it and stuff too, but just, just haven't released. It them. is kind of interesting once you, 
it like in the overarching hip hop scene with uh, rap and R and B, it's uh, very different from other music genres. Like in in rock and roll, in metal, in uh, country western music, uh, the covers are a big deal. Like you start out, you're exclusively doing covers right, at right. bars and stuff. You, you go to you go you, if you're a country artist, you go play everybody else's music as a cover for right. And then you might, at the end of your night, sneak in one or two original songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Please bear with me while I play this for you. Right, yeah. yeah. And in in hip-hop, in the hip-hop world, it's totally the opposite. Right. It's that no one's, no one's really doing covers of other people's songs. And I, I think it has to do with like what we talked touched on a second ago with how a lot of it is um, basically you're, you're going off of tracks. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you are making the music, you're performing music, you can kind of put more of your own self into that song where like if you're covering a hip hop song or if you're covering a, if you are covering a tech nine song, then you are just going to be, you're just playing karaoke. You're just using your voice. Yeah. Right. You're just doing karaoke right. yeah, like at that with, point. When you're playing an instrument, you know, you can, uh, you can put, like you said, put your own flavor on it, kind of, um, change up, you know, the, the, the tune speed, um, and things like that, but yeah, with a track, you know, you you can't change up the beat and the uh, instrumental that's that's being played. So if you try to, you know, change, obviously it'll be a different voice. But if you try to tr- change the the tune and the speed of the song, it'll completely throw it off. So um, covers, yeah, aren't 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 super big. Um, remixes are a thing, and that that's really more like where if it's a cover. It's not like a full-on cover. You're sampling something. Remix, correct. So, like, um, people will use, like, the same hook kind of a thing, and um, but then they'll add in, like, a verse or a couple verses or something of their own um, and put their own flavor on it. Now, there is a guy that I have seen on Instagram recently who's kind of blown up a little bit because of some local radio show he was on, and he's taking, like, these... Um, I don't want to really say hip hop, but more pop songs. Although he did do a Shaggy song, but he's also he's covering them in somebody else's voice. Yeah, he, you've seen him. Oh yeah, yeah, he's covering them like like he did a uh, he'd do yeah. like Hank Williams Senior doing uh, wasn't me by Shaggy. Yeah, yeah, he did okay. that exact one. He did uh, Wrecking Ball, Miley Cyrus, but sung in the style of Johnny Cash. Okay. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, that that's really interesting. It's really different. But I mean, like, that's about as close to a cover of a hip hop song that you're going to get. Right. You know? It's yeah. going to be totally, totally different. I haven't bought. I, I'm familiar with what Dakota's talking about. I'm not t- bought in as like, oh, this guy's great. I haven't made my mind up about that one. Yet. Yeah, it's very odd, isn't yeah. it? Like, I, yeah, I'll yeah, be they, scrolling and see it, and I'll go, I get it. But I there was there the, was one. I will that say was the, a. I actually sent one to Mason. Mason Roddinghouse is our music, uh, our our expert musician here. The Johnny Cash Wrecking Ball cover, which is a weird thing to say. I, I like listened to it, and the first time I listened to it, I was like, "That was weird." I don't think I really like. I just kind of felt weird listening yeah, that, to that it. Does sound a and little... then uh, and then like my wife and I have a like a nightly tradition where I. We lay down in bed at the end of the night, and we each show each other the funny videos that we stumbled across throughout the day, and that was one of them. So I was like showing it to her the other night, and then the, so the second time I listened to it, I was like, "If 
I take my mind out of it being a Miley Cyrus song sung in the style of Johnny Cash, and I just think of it as a different song entirely. I'm like, oh, I like it. You know, this sounds okay. Gunner, I, you probably don't have the knowledge of country music from the 80s and 90s that some others <laughs> in this room may. <laughs> but there was the, the one that I had found that that guy had done was Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus mm-hmm. as covered by John Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, <laughs> which, I saw that one. Which, I, I, if you know John Anderson, he did Black Sheep and he did um, Seminole Wind uh, and Swingin'. Uh, swaying in. Just uh, a swaying in. Yeah. It, it's very recognizable voice. Uh, but hearing that drawl do Party in the USA it was ridiculous. Yeah, he's done George Jones, John Anderson, Hank Sr., Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson. He and he, But the weird thing about him is he he does all these different voices really well. Yeah. It's very odd. So he's like a guy that you would go see in like, if you're in Pigeon Forge or something, you'd see yes, voice exactly. Yeah, see, I, I have not. Yeah, I haven't figured out where this guy's going to make his living yet. That's odd. So, t- so tell us about the model with you, Gunner. You guys, you, you write this music yourselves, mm-hmm. and then you go record it in a professional studio, yep. or you you record your tracking, right? But that's the process. So you're always thinking about what it's going to be. You get a beat from somebody, you figure Absolutely. out what your what your lyrics are, mm-hmm. and then you get it all put together and you do a recording. And yep. that's how you release it, yep. I assume, through uh-huh. Spotify or some other some other distribution yep. method. So um, most of the time, you know, I mean, some people, they'll, uh, they do all of it themselves. So some, um, some people will, they'll make their own beats, uh, write their own lyrics, record it themselves, engineer it, mix and master it, and then they'll release it. But um, a lot of people will find beat makers and they'll purchase the beat, whether it's a a license um, for the beat. So most beat makers now uh, does Dre yeah. for any beats at all? Who Dre? Uh, not I'm anymore. Not, I, I don't know, but I, I assume they would be out of my budget. So um, I know. So there's a there's an app now that most beat makers put their stuff on. It's uh, Beat Stars. So. They'll put the they'll put it on YouTube and stuff, and then that's where you can purchase it is on BeatStars. So you can purchase a license. A lot of times they have they have multiple different licenses. So you have a, a more basic starter license, which is a set amount of streams. A lot of times it's like fifty thousand to one hundred thousand streams. You can make one music video. You can perform it live, things like that. And then you can buy one that's a little bit more. It's got, uh, you know, more streams. So, say, 200,000 streams. You can make unlimited music videos, whatever. And then you can buy, like, unlimited licenses where, basically, you can use it for anything you want. And then you can buy a beat outright, so exclusively, which then means that... It's out of the system for anybody. You own it. Correct. So, then if somebody else uses it... So, if you use a beat and put it on a streaming service and then you make money off of it without buying a license, then that beat maker can then hit you up and say, Hey, you didn't buy a license. Does that happen automatically or do you have to go crack skulls? I'm not sure a hundred percent. Cause I don't, I don't make beats personally. Um, but I assume, you know, a lot of, so like if you put it on uh, YouTube and that beats already on YouTube, the producer will then, they'll they can get like a copyright notice right and that they're that you know it's been used and then they can be like hey you're making money off of this 
you know, I want my cut basically. And um, if you buy if you buy it exclusively, then instead of that beat maker being able to make money off of it from somebody using it, then it would be you. So say I buy a beat off of a beat maker, and then somebody releases a song with that beat. Now you have the rights to. Now it. I have the rights, yeah, to hit to text him and be like, hey. You this is pay me. This is that Jesse Riddle passive income. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It's. I mean, you know, it's a. It's a. It's a pretty important step of the process of of making sure that that you have the the correct um, licenses and everything so, else. So, how do you get big in this world? Right. I know. I'm sure there are people locally that have that have done well. There are people that that are you know that have in in this niche have have blown up is that based on digital streams what's the what's the metric that people say okay this guy's this guy matters yeah i mean or this guy or gal yeah i mean streams really um streams views everything like that um but it's also one of those things that there's no there's no quick way to do it you know what i mean unless unless you're justin bieber and and you get lucky and become an overnight sensation you know and a song blows up and all of a sudden you know you wake up the next morning and you've got millions and millions of views and listens to it and everything um people there's there's robot accounts and everything that, that i get i get messages i mean 10 times a week or more i mean it's all the time these these accounts on instagram and facebook texting me want me to pay them to promote me and then what they do is they'll go on and they'll uh they'll give you views but what they do is they create robot accounts on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all these different places. And then they set them up to go look at you. And then so you get those views. But the problem is those those accounts are always getting reported and taken down. So you might pay somebody $50 to get, I mean, 10,000 beat, I mean, 10,000 views. And then you get 10,000 views, and then you look back at it, you know, six months later, and you're down to 5,000 because all they've all been invalidated. Exactly. And that's the thing. So there's no. They're just trying to use that to prime the pump so that it right. gets in the algorithm, and then you get some natural right. views on the back right. end of it, right? Right. But I mean, it's it's one of those things that I've, I've seen. It's, you know, it can, it can be a detriment because you'll see people and they'll have, you know, 20,000 views, and then you look back six months later and they've got, you know, 8,000 and then people are like, tilt your mic up just a little bit. It's going to make a huge difference. There you go. I guess, um, you know, they're saying, Oh, you're buying fake views and and all that. And then you also see they have 20,000 views and, uh, 20,000 likes, but they'll have three comments. Yep. Yep. Or, I mean, there's also the, the, you know, if you don't buy likes, if you just buy views, then you get, you know, 20,000 views and you've got a thousand likes. And that's that's a big thing too. So you know, record labels and anybody so, that's that's interested. So is this coming out in Instagram, TikTok? Where are you? What's the distribution? So for me, um, like me personally, I, I put my songs into a distribution service. So there's there's all these different distribution services. Um, I use one called DistroKid. There's DistroKid, United Masters, uh, TuneCore, all these different ones, and basically you pay them a flat rate. And then, um, so it's a distribution service that, so you pay them $35, $40 a year and you can release as many songs as you want to. Um, and they have, they have different licenses as well and different, um, categories. So they start out at a, a basic one. That's just, you can release as many songs as you want, but 
then you get um, the more money you pay, the more features you get. So, like, I paid a little extra so that I could um, be able to set up the date that I want my song to release, so I can I can put it onto my into my distribution service, and I can set it to release at, at 12 p.m. on on um, April 1st. 12 p.m. April 1st. It's it's everywhere. Um, so, otherwise, if you put it in and you load it in the day before you want to release it, it won't actually hit those streaming services a lot of times until a week later. And so that's that's a that's a big thing is um, you know it, it being where you say it's going to be at the at the correct time. Um, but those distribution services, it basically just makes it a lot easier because they're, they. So that's that's the back end that gets it gets it online for correct. you. But if you're a consumer and you say, "Hey, I want to see Gunner find Gunner stuff," Spotify, what, what's the what, what what where are they gonna go so, to, to grab it? Uh, Spotify is probably the main one, but um, my music is. I mean, it's on pretty much every every site. So if you look up all the major ones, um, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Pandora, iHeartRadio, any of those, you can find me. And then it also helps because you can just go to Google and look up my name. And then and it all comes right up. Yeah, it all pops up, you know, and Spotify, Apple, they're all listed. I mean, there's there's ones that are, you know, I've never even heard of before that my music's on there now. Is a, is Bandcamp still a big thing? Uh, no, not, not that I know of. Really? I, yeah, I don't even know what that is, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> so when I was and in high Dakota school. Dakota has aged yep. instantly. When I was in high school, everyone was uploading their music to Bandcamp. So, do you remember that? No, when I was in high school, everybody was downloading their music Napster. from LimeWire. Uh, yeah, that was like middle school for me. So, yeah. <laughs> so when I was in high school, the big one was SoundCloud. I was going to say SoundCloud. the pejorative is the SoundCloud rapper. Yeah, that's the uh, that's, that's the label that that gets thrown around a lot. SoundCloud rapper because by old millennials. Right, right. Yeah. Well, the thing is with SoundCloud, anybody can be on there. All you have to do is go onto SoundCloud. You don't have to pay any money or anything. You press upload, your song's on SoundCloud. Whereas to get on Spotify and all those other things, if you don't pay a distribution service like DistroKid or TuneCore, then you have to go through, I mean, all these different passageways and all these different channels to be able to get your music on there. And, I mean, it, it takes way more time. So really, those those distribution services are, are like a convenience. It's like a convenience fee of, of them doing it for you. So how agonizing is it to say, okay, I've got this ready to release? Mm-hmm. So you got, you know, when you put a track out, I assume you've you're you're spending a lot of time with it, right? To to put it out. What's what's that look like for you? Um. So I mean, really, it now it's not as as big of a deal because I. I've released some songs now, but the first time I released a song, um, I actually only released it on YouTube and SoundCloud because I hadn't um, gotten a distribution service and everything like that. But the second time, it was a it was definitely a, a challenge because it was like, um, you know, being able to to show people, and then you have to you have people texting you, "Hey, where's your where's your music at?" And then you have to try to find out, "Hey, well, which one do you listen to?" You know which platform do you use, and then send them a link. Whereas now I can, uh, I use Linktree, so I can just send them like a Linktree, and then I can put, I mean, I can put all the different platforms my songs are on into Linktree, 
I can send them a link to my link tree, and then they click on that. And they've and then, got it all. Yeah, they can just find which one it's on and find it. Um, so, and the the distribution service, I mean, it sounds like I'm like, you know, promoting it, but it, it makes it so much easier because they... Oh, it's the same thing we use for the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it all happens on the back end, and, yep. and magically it's on, you know, half an hour after you, we put it on the website, it's in it's in Spotify, iTunes, yeah. and everywhere else. Right, yep, and that's... Everywhere podcasts are sold. Right, and that, yeah, it's, I mean, podcasts and, and music are, are very similar um, with that, so... So go, uh, real quick here, go through all of the artists that are going to be with you on April 8th at the Riot Room. Okay, um... So Triple T, uh, Triple T is a guy that I've met um, through through performing. I met him in Muncie. Um, he's he's the guy from Indianapolis. He's he's a really good performer. He's actually opened up for some for some uh, bigger artists and stuff out of Indianapolis. And he's uh, he's got a, a really really good personality. His songs are are really catchy, a good vibe and everything. And so that's why I wanted him to open up because. I know that um, <clears throat> with his personality and everything, he's just going to come in ready to go. He's going to start the show out with a bang. You know, he's going he's gonna to get people ready, people, you know, into the show and interested right off the bat. Whereas um, sometimes, which I think all, I think anybody performing would, would do a really good job opening up, but I know uh, I've opened up before and it can be kind of nerve wracking, you know, being the first, first uh, artist. And so, Sometimes you get nervous and, and you might not perform as loose and as, as well as you would, you know, say you're one of the later performances. But I know that, I mean, he, he's so comfortable performing and, and that he's just going to come in and open it up with a bang and <laughs> be ready to go. Uh, Caleb with a K, um, he's from Hagerstown. So he's a buddy of mine named Caleb Slagle. He's been uh, making music for a while. He uh, self-engineers. So he he makes his masters his own music. Um, I've I've made some songs with him. We've never released a song together, but uh, we've recorded some stuff together and um, got some plans for songs in the future together and everything. But uh, I've I've heard him perform and he performed in Muncie quite a bit at uh, Be Here Now. Um, again, just a, a really good performer. Songs are songs are good. Another great guy. I tried to I tried to put guys on the on the lineup that I thought, you know, not only would, would perform well, but then, you know, when, when people try to come up and talk to them, they'll, you know, talk, talk to people and, and, you know, be more cordial. And, and yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, talk to them about music. Like if, you know, people come up to me sometimes and ask me, how can I get into music? Like I've seen you do it. How can I get into it? And if, if guys want to ask these guys, you know, I want them to, so if if it's something I'm promoting and everything, I want these guys to you know be respectful to talk to people and help them out, and not just be like, "Oh, I think I'm better than you." So I've I've tried to get everybody on here that I I think are really good guys, along with good performers. And uh, yeah, I know Caleb was he's gonna he's gonna kill his performance because I've I've seen him perform. He does a great job. Um, he, and I've never I've personally never seen somebody perform live that's like a local artist that can get people engaged like he can. I mean, people will come in and, you know, they won't even, they might not even know a song he's doing, but by the end of his song, everybody in the crowd screaming it. They're, they're all in. Oh, Tell me about Lil Sid. Uh, Lil Sid is a, 
he's a guy that's actually here in Newcastle. Um, and he's actually, little Sid's been making music for, he's my age. So I know we graduated high school the same year, and I think he's been making music since he was like five years old, man. His dad did it. And uh, so he he started writing music and, and uh, releasing videos on YouTube of him rapping as, I mean, as a little, little kid, rapping at talent shows and everything. And, and so lyrically, he's really good. Um, I've, I mean, I don't know that I've ever seen somebody be able to make music like as much as he does. I, I mean, that guy, he has so many songs. He's told us how many songs he has unreleased just sitting ready. I mean, at any given point, he could show you, you know, 20 songs that you've never heard before and, you know, then just keep going and going. Um, but he, he does, he, he makes his own beats. He, uh, a lot of times, mixes and masters of stuff. He records some other people. Um, super cool guy. Uh, very down to earth. And, um, and like I said, he, he's probably the, the one guy that I would, I would say is like a, a rapper, rapper. Um, and he's, he's very talented. Um, and so everybody, everybody has a name that's not their own. Do you perform as Gunnar Landon? I do personally. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you, you, know, you the, the, the rapper name generator didn't work for you. Right. Well, Seems like um, Gunner would give you some good leads. I mean, I I, I thought I, I I like my name. I like Gunner Landon. You yeah, know, at, I think um, it's I think I think it's perfectly fine. Yeah, I mean it, it's a little bit. You more, don't need a name like Ford to Clout, right? It's a little bit more unique, I thought. And uh, you know, personally, I was like when I I started making music, it was it wasn't like a it wasn't like a thing I've thought about for years. You know, I thought about. I mean, plus the, you're an R and B singer. Right, you're not hip hop. That's what I kind of thought was like, if you look at singers in the R&B genre, I mean, Chris Brown, um, Aretha Franklin, Bryson Tiller, Michael Jackson. I mean, any, anybody that, that is, you know, R. Kelly, R. Kelly, Whoa, we'll, now. we'll steer away Whoa. from him. Right, right, right. Kids are, allowed, are to, allowed, but it's, uh, are there's we, a cover charge. Are I we believe. even allowed to say his name anymore? Are we going to get, I try not, I try not to be, uh. I try, I, I try not to, to compare myself to Chris Brown and R. Kelly very much. Just because Tell of me more yeah. about Seymour. Seymour. Um, so Seymour. Seymour Butts. Sorry. Seymour Butts. <laughs> Had to. Had to. Had to. Simpson joke, man. Uh, Seymour Simpson. is Carter Morgan, another guy here in Newcastle. Um, he's, uh, he's actually my best friend, and he's the one that got me going into music. So um, I never even really gave him, given much thought to, you know, writing songs and making music and uh he did and he's been doing it for years and um one day i asked him to come to church with me and i i sang him at my church and stuff at the time and um he heard me sing and he was like dude you can sing like you should make music and i just kind of laughed at him i was like yeah i was like no you know i don't have the i don't i don't write i'm not that's not really my thing and he was like well you should get on a song with me sometime. I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, if you you want somebody to sing, because he doesn't, he can he can sing and stuff. He just doesn't do it very often. It's not really his his forte. And uh, well, what's he going to be doing here? Uh, Singing hip hop, hip hop. Yeah, right. he's uh he he does a lot of really deep lyrics, um, and it's like he he's probably. I would say he's kind of somewhere in between hip hop and rap, so he's not like super fast rap, but um, but he's also not you know like as singy songwriting kind of. I guess you could say he's a rapper and get away with it. 
Um, and he, he, he uh, actually, comparatively, an artist I would compare him to is NF. And uh, I guess most people do consider NF a rapper. Mm. So um, he's got kind of that same emotional style. All of his songs tell a story. I'd say he's probably a little bit slower than NF, just his personal style. He's pretty unique. But yeah, uh, he, he's the one that got me into music. Um, he told me, he was like, man, just try it out. See, what, see if you like it. He's a, he's a, I, I recorded for the first time with him. Um, and I've, uh, I've got multiple songs with him. Uh, and he, he's helped me grow, grow a lot working, you know, with, with songwriting. I would, uh, send, send him songs and be like, Hey, what do you think about this? And, you know, we just being friends hanging out all the time, we'd, we'd sit down and, you know, work on songs together and, you know, how does this sound? How's this sound? And give each other feedback and, and uh, all of that and yeah he's a real really good artist he's actually more recently he switched uh kind of into the the uh christian rap um he he did just kind of regular you know before and then he said that he felt like for him personally you know that the christian rap was the way he wanted to go and uh so now that that's more what he's doing and and i've heard i've heard some of the songs that he's made recently and they're really good really unique uh you know tell a story he's the kind of guy that if you sit down and listen to his lyrics like you know it'll make like actually make you think you know and that's i think that's really cool with music because a lot of it's just you know catchy you know you don't really have to think about it much but i like i like you know music that you do think and and there's a there's a you know story behind it and all of his all of his songs tell a story so that's awesome all right, so if people want tickets, are they reaching out to you? Are they come into the door? Is it a pre-sale? There are a certain number of seats available. How's this going to go? Um, no, I, I think we're just going to do out-the-door sales, um, just kind of make it easier. Most people, uh, a lot of shows will do a, a pre-sale, and it's like a discount. But I thought, you know, for this one, we'll just kind of start the price low. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to get rich off shows. I'm just trying to you know, have a good time, everybody get involved. And so with $10 at just any time you want it, um, I mean, people, if they, if they text me and are like, Hey, can I get a ticket to your show? You know, I just be like, Hey, just bring 10 bucks, you know, to the door, get in, everybody have a good time. Um, and then, you know, we'll, we'll have ID checks at the door. Um, 10 bucks is going to pay that security guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, gotta, gotta pay the people that are, that are coming in if you if you offer to pay them. So, um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll have security and um, make sure that. So we're, obviously we we're not selling like alcohol. I didn't go through and get a vendor's license. I'm not of age myself, so wouldn't really um, work out too well. But it's just like you know, if you're 21, you can come in and bring your own if you want to. It's the um, venue. It's what they said. They will do ID checks, and then it'll just be like if you go to a club or something and you're under 21, you'll get an X on your hand just so, you know, we can kind of monitor that and, and everything, liability reasons and everything like that. Um, well, very good. So when you're not a musician in the evenings, by day, you're one of the premier barbers in this town. That's right, yeah. Yep. Do you have a ranking? Do you have like special secret barber clubs where you decide like a the elect head barber for the town and you you get together and have like a a barber co-op to to determine at barber olympics where you see who's the best? No, I mean 
there, that, there hasn't been, but that's a good idea. You're at MVP. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, MVP has a deep history with this program, with Clay Morgan being one of the original hosts. Yep. Yep. Seymour Senior. All right. Yep. Seymour <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Grays. So the this is all just for Dakota's benefit. Uh, would you say that you're I, I go in to MVP and I tell Clay that I'd like an adequate haircut and I feel like that's what I get. Right. <laughs> um, Ouch. But the problem is, is that I can't with you. You're, there's no like book with com, Right. It's just, you just go in and it's like a lottery ticket. If I get to have gunner or not. <laughs> and I, I like a sure bet. Right. Um, but you had them lined up. I got there at like 1130 this morning yeah. for at my lunch hour. Yeah. And there were three people waiting on you to come strolling in at 1240 or 1140, <laughs> whatever time, whatever time second shift starts. So tell right. me, how does this barbering work? So for me, um, I was uh, when I started out cutting hair, uh, I worked at a different shop, worked there for a few months, um, became friends with Seymour. Seymour Senior hit me up and was like, "Hey, I need somebody to do walk-ins. You know, if you, if you want a want a job, I got a spot for you." And um, he already kind of had the the appointment thing on lock, and you know, not that he said I couldn't do appointments because I could, but um, I just felt like for me, you know, I, I was starting out. I mean, Clay's been cutting hair for you know over twenty years, and I've been doing it for, I mean, I've been cutting hair for four years, but I've been working in a shop for coming up on two years now. Um, so I needed, you know, to build clientele and get my name out there. And so I, I just decided to do walk-ins and, uh, that way for our shop, we have both, you know, we offer both. So, um, appointments are with him and then I do the walk-ins. Um, yeah, I, I don't have like a, a book with Gunner just because I have, I have a lot of my clients that, you know, just know, hey, I'll just walk in. Most of my clients are cool with, you know, they got to wait for a few minutes. Um, But a lot of what I do is just like, you know, people will text me right before they come in. Hey, are you busy or not? I'll tell them, you know, hey, come in. I'll get you right now. If I'm busy, I'll be like, hey, I got a little bit of a wait, you know, come back, whatever. Uh, Or if you want to come in and wait. So for me, that's worked pretty well. I'm not against appointments or anything like that. I, I do some appointments and everything, but uh, just preferably and with the way that my clients have, have reacted, I think the walk-ins work, work best for me. But, uh, yeah, the, the barbering in this town, I think the uh, Barber Olympics is definitely something we should get going. So what, who would what, be invited is my question. Man. All the licensed barbers. All of them? All I mean, wait, you have to. The, Who's going to judge? Clay's a cosmetologist. He's Clay, not a could, barber. Clay couldn't be in the barber room. Yeah, yeah, he'd have to just host it. Hey, uh, I mean, Clay did win 2022 Best Barber in Town. So, well, that's uh, just because he he, he a barber shop, and everybody <laughs> just thinks he's a barber. So, it's just assumed. Yeah, uh, is that a stolen valor situation? I think it is. I would, if I were you, I would be offended that he is calling himself a barber <laughs> when he's a cosmetologist. Well, so, uh, or are you a cosmetologist? <laughs> Answer the question, sir. Wait, the that question. got just a genuine giggle. So um, I can't say much because when I first started out, yeah, I was I was just a cosmetologist. But uh, um, mm-hmm. within the the year and 
and eight months or whatever that I've been doing it, I've actually acquired both licenses. So I actually have a cosmetology and a barber license. Oh, look at him just showing up. You, can, you can touch all the hairs. All right. right. Yep. Yep. I can wax. I can shave. I can do it all. I I don't feel like that particular barber shop's got a lot of waxing requests. I, uh, I've, I've, I've never. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I am in need for a haircut. I will come down there. Yes, I would like a wax, please. I got my whole back waxed. Oh, did you? Yeah. Was that painful? Uh, yeah. Just yeah. lay down on the floor here between the chairs. We're going to pour the wax on. I could imagine it doing it to the front. Mm-hmm. So we've had, I'll say that. Um, we've had people work there in the past, yeah, that have offered waxing. And I actually, like I said, I have the ability to do it. And I actually have the product. I have wax. I have everything I need to Chris to provide wax. But you're talking more like eyebrows, nose, ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm He'll wax not, anything for a dollar. For a dollar, I don't know. I don't know what what a dollar. If you walk in, if you walk in tomorrow and ask me what a dollar will get you, I'll tell you. I'll wax one eyebrow, one eyebrow, just one, <laughs> just one. Uh, I have a I have a full time job. I cannot wax one eyebrow. <laughs> I would need both. To, he's gonna have to spend two dollars <laughs> right, on that. Right. Uh, that's that would be just a limit. That's it. Friday only. Two dollar eyebrow <laughs> wax for the pair from Gunner. <laughs> Tell them Boss Hog sent you. That's right. Yep. <laughs> and without the without telling me Boss Hog, I'll have to charge the full five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Good lord. What's the conversation like in there? Because you're you're oh man. You, 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 what what kind of things do you learn about this town? Two years in the barber chair. You've got to have been educated on every. Clay's clientele is not your clientele. Correct. correct. You you get the 50 and up crowd a lot with Clay. Yeah, yeah. Old Republican men. Right. And and Clay Clay being involved in in politics and, you know, specifically the the Republican politics in Henry County. Are are there some names you hear a lot? Oh, absolutely, man. The, I mean, just about any Republican candidate. If there was like a drinking game name. That, that Clay says that you would have to dr- take a shot every time you heard it. Which one would kill you? Mm. Oh boy, Todd. I'm thinking. So are we talking like people who are currently in office or just ever? Uh, who he talks about all the time? Because there were a couple locally, you mentioned today locally yeah, in the state. In the state, okay. So lately, now when I first started walking, when I first started working there. uh, it was probably John Sproles. I mean, it was like it was like the the uh, Republican Democrat sheriff race was full fledged. I mean, I was here. Found yourself being an expert. Absolutely, man. I think I knew. You know, I, I could tell you what kind of gum John Sproles and Landon Dean shoot. You know what I mean? I, I knew it, the ins and outs of them. I don't. I I had never had a personal conversation with either one, but I felt like I could sit. You heard it all day, every day. I I felt like I could. There wasn't a rumor you hadn't heard. Right. I could sit down at family dinner and tell them more about themselves than they knew because, (laughs) I mean, you hear everything, you know, true, false, I mean, everything. And uh, lately, I'd probably say um, probably uh, Greg York. I mean, (laughs) plays running for mayor. It's got to be. Gotta yeah, be his gotta opponent. Be yeah, I mean, I mean, you you hear everything, man. You know, majority of people come in and and are more probably voters for Clay. 
you know, I mean, just as there, there is clients, there's supporters usually, but you, you've got the occasional person who comes in and sits down and tells Clay, I'm not voting for you because I'm <laughs> voting for Greg. And it's kind of like, okay, you messed my haircut right. up in September of 2022. Well, and I'm still I mean, salty. And I just wanted to stop by and tell you that right? <laughs> we've I'm actually give we've, you my money. We've actually had people come in specifically just to tell him that they can't vote for him. Like not getting their haircut or anything. They're like, I'm on my way to Platinum Barber across the street, but I wanted to tell you I'm not voting. Well, for it's you. funny. We had a guy one time. He was a little bit older guy. Uh, Shocking. Clay cuts his hair, and I mean, he's he's probably 80 plus. So he he, but he he came in and stopped by, and you know, I'm I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking uh, he's just coming in for a haircut, and he comes in, and he goes, Clay, I I need to talk to you. Clay was like, All right, um, you know what's going on, and. Guy says, "Well, I, I just I, I want you to know that I like you a lot, and I don't want you to be offended or anything. But I just wanted you to know." But I went out of my in, way to drive in, down here, right? In case you heard, like in case you heard, out of the thousands of people in in Newcastle, if if you heard that I didn't vote for you, I didn't want you to be upset because uh, somewhere somewhere in the line of of marriage or something, this guy had some relation to Greg York. <laughs> So he had, you know, he had to tell Clay, look, man, you know, I like you and everything, but I just can't vote for you with family loyalty and everything. And so six but, months before the election, six months. No, I mean, man, this was before even. I mean, I mean, the, over 80, he's taking a chance that he's gonna be yeah. long enough to get to election. Day. This is this is eight months ago. I mean, like as soon as as Clay mentioned something about running for mayor, people oh, are coming in, asking him about it. So, that's yeah, small town great. politics, boys. Oh, absolutely. So, as uh, I don't know if you realize it, but a hell of a lot of our county politicians are former barbers. They are. There's a shocking amount. Yeah. Yeah. When when do you think you have to run for office as he, a barber? Because you're going to have all this knowledge, and you're just going to let it all go to waste. Yeah. I know I'm, you may be a a Spotify artist, but right. uh, and. In your spare time, you're going to cut hair for free, but you're going to have to come back and run for mayor. <laughs> you know what? The town folk demand it. There have been famous people get into politics. Uh, I mean, Arnold Donald Schwarzenegger. Trump. Jesse Ventura. You know, Jesse Ventura. Uh, Clint there, Eastwood. Currently, uh, the WWE wrestler Kane. Kane. Yeah. He's a mayor of Knoxville. Libertarian yeah. mayor of Knox, Tennessee. Yes. So I've actually got clients that come in, and they lived in the, the county or whatever that, that Kane is – is mayor of the city and everything. And I was like, okay, you know, that's kind of cool. I didn't know, but it, you know, so Glenn Jacobs for those. Glenn Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, I, I couldn't remember. Is that his real name? Yes. Yeah. I just know him as, as Kane, the, the mayor Kane, the, the big guy that, you know, threw people around on TV when I was five. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not sure that politics are, are, uh, give it time, a, a road I will go down, but yeah, I mean, I am only 19. So at the time, if you're already talking to Jeremiah, just give it time. Give it time. You'll be forced to you run. Spend at some too point. much time with Clay. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. I tell him all the time. One day I'm going to take his seat. Just messing with him, but who knows? You know. I mean, none of us know what 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 what's going to happen tomorrow. I feel like you ought to just get in the clerk treasurer's race just to ras Clay. We were talking about that today, and like I told you, I don't think I am good at math. <laughs> You run to win. You run that. your own business. Like, yeah, but add, subtract, multiply, divide. That's like all a, you have to right, do. Right, but I just feel like they make handling. calculators. Yeah, they'll let you have right. a calculator. That's true, but handling a county, man, I feel like just the, the stress and everything is not something I want. Just one city. It's, oh, it's just one city? Just one yes. city. I don't even live in the city. Well, well not yet. Not yet. That's the mayor never, doesn't That's live never in the stopped city. anybody. It's never stopped. <laughs> There's an abandoned uh, house somewhere around in this town. 
1102 Race Street could be a voter for Brad from. All I right. hear that address 14 times a week. <laughs> hmm. So let's let's uh, let's talk about the the project Dakota put in front of us two weeks ago, three weeks ago, maybe it was two weeks ago. Probably three. Wall Sports Dakota had us fill out NCAA brackets. The NCAA. I didn't have to do anything. I just sent a picture of mine. And you said be prepared to talk about it on the show. And then this is the first time we've actually been together since. How are uh, y'all doing? How many of your final four teams are left, Dakota? <laughs> this is this is all I wanted to cover. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> if, if anybody in this room says that they had one of the teams in the Final Four in their bracket, I'm going to have to fact check you. You don't think anybody had UConn? No. There is a guy in my work bracket that had San Diego State. What? Yeah. Huh. I mean, he's in the lead, obviously, and he's going to win the league because nobody, every nobody, other nobody else out. is going to catch up. Yeah. Nobody else has anybody left to play. If you're winning your bracket now, you probably, you probably won. You're going to win all. I yeah. don't think anybody that I had in the final four made it to the elite eight personally. Yeah. I think I'm about the same. I think. Yeah. Pretty close to it. Yeah. After Purdue and IU lost. In Purdue the weekend, killed me. Sarah threw it all away. Yeah. I was so upset. So <laughs> I am a diehard IU fan. Cannot stand Purdue. Um, I, I had them winning because who, who picks a 16 seed to beat a number one seed, especially, you know, Purdue had been on fire all year and, so nobody's, you know, I mean, the amount of people that picked them is very minuscule, but uh, I, I was still happy. I mean, I had I had Baylor, Purdue, UCLA, and Xavier. Of course, they're all done, gone, dead. Xavier, really? That's a that's kind of a shocking pick. I but me myself, I had Providence going pretty far, and they lost first round. So, and I'm trying to find Dakotas. I know I put it in the. Uh, I, I knew I put it in the Patreon, but I'm not finding it. All I know is when I filled my bracket out, I told everybody I was taking the long shot. I took Purdue because I know they're Big Ten and ain't no Big Ten team ever doing anything. They will never go anywhere. Michigan State does fine. So you once, had, every, once every three or four years, you can throw Michigan State in the Final Four every time. That's true. And, I mean, well, I had Kansas winning it all. Kansas is a pretty safe bet yeah, they're to, to, at, to at least make the championship. I mean, Kansas is a fine they just blue won. I love watching Edie play. I hated mm, Edie play. He was so fun. Big mate. So tall. He's just ginormous. Just a giant. People dude, would just bounce off of him. Dude mm-hmm. was making more than a half million dollars a year playing at Purdue University. Actually, it's insane. I uh, saw an article that uh, kind of almost blamed um, my, one of Miami's players for, for Purdue not making it further because they said Purdue had inadequate guard play for the NCAA tournament. Um, and they said that if, if, Purdue would have they they said that the NIL is to blame for Purdue because uh, Purdue was a was a heavy favorite to land the uh, point guard from Miami named Nigel Pack who's from Indiana. It, Purdue Purdue was the heavy favorite I think, and then uh, he landed an NIL deal worth like eight hundred thousand dollars from some company in Miami, mm-hmm. and probably so, the same one that's sponsoring the Cavender Twins. Probably so he I mean he ended up there and people were. I mean, very upset because they were they were banking. They were like, if if Purdue gets him, I mean, we're we're winning the championship because that's all we need is some experienced guard play. So, yeah. I think the important thing to know is that one head coach is still an Indiana guy, right? Dusty uh, May, IU guy, at, not at Purdue Flo- though. At, from Florida Atlantic, uh, he grew up in Greene County, Indiana. 
so I think that's who we have to that we all have to be Florida Atlantic, Atlantic fans from here on out. Right. You got to root well. I mean, for another what two weeks when he, until he gets a, a, a high major coaching job. His problem is is that other than Penn State, there's really not jobs available. Dakota, your final four were Houston, mm-hmm. Charleston. I had Charleston being a big upset Purdue, in the final four and yeah. Gonzaga. Yeah. Yep. I yeah. think I had Charleston winning first round, but Final Four is a risky one. I usually pick one that is uh, going to be like a big. Uh, See, I he like, literally lost. I always it, pick a big. Underdog. He lost San Diego State in the first game. He had them as a five twelve upset, and he took the twelve all the way to the Final Four. Yep, brutal, I, brutal uh, crush. Right at the start, I like to make multiple brackets because it gives me multiple chances. Ah, that's a cheater. It is a cheater. Now I, I like to play both sides. That way, I always come out on top. I'll only put <laughs> I'll only put one into like the tournaments, like you know your bracket tournaments. But just for for the the sake of fun, you know, I like to make a couple just to have because I mean, what is it? There's like a million dollar prize on ESPN or something. Yeah, it can be perfect. So yeah. I'm like, you know, if I if I make you know if I make 150 different brackets, there's a there's a better possibility. So I, I made four and uh, I had Kansas winning in my main one. That's the one that I was in like a bracket tournament with. Uh, I had IU winning in one just because I'm an IU fan. And then I picked Alabama to win in two of them. And, uh, you know, I mean, pretty deep into it. Alabama was, was, uh, they were looking fair. They were, well, yeah. And they were the, you know, highest seed left and everything. And, and Brandon Miller was on fire. They looked like they had a chance and then they choked it. So, uh, a couple other things on the sports desk that we do need to cover the, uh, fantasy.indycar.com picks. If you're in the, uh, the, wall slash bhol fantasy indycar league if you were in last year you're still in this year but you just have to go to fantasy.indycar.com and you can make your picks for tejas that are back this weekend how am i doing in that league uh you have to make picks so so far there's only one race that's not in there's 16 races to go so it's very early in the year it just started this is just the second event and we haven't had one in a month so now it's going to get very busy but uh, y'all can jump on, jump on, and make your picks real quick, and log back into Gmail. Uh, final sports item: the Carb Day concert was announced today. There are two big Indy 500 concerts uh, today. They announced that Brian Adams is going to be the Carb Day artist. I want to pull the room and see if you guys know who the hell Brian Adams is. No, Dakota has no idea. Gunner, do you have any idea who Brian Adams is? Heard the name. That's it. Yeah. Chrissy? About my first real six dream. Bought at the five and dime. The summer of 69. Sure. That's his song. That's him. Everything I know the song, I but I couldn't yeah. have told so you. So is he like a one-hit wonder? No. no. Everything I do, I, I do, do it for you. you. Yeah. So 80s and 90s, essentially. Oh, okay. He's from, uh, that's how I've heard the name. He's a Canuck. He's, oh, he's from, from Canada. Canada. He's a Canadian. Uh, what was up with all the like 90s soft rock, 80s, uh, I guess early 90s soft rock bands from Canada? I mean... Bare naked ladies. That seems to be an Indiana trend to, to bring people in past their prime. Well, there's multiple hey, things. You happening. talk about the Colts like that. There's, <laughs> there's multiple things so. happening. <laughs> it's a, it's essentially a free concert. You buy a ticket for the day. You get to go see Brian out okay. for free. Right. So if 40 bucks get you in, you watch race cars, you watch all kinds of stuff happen and you can go in and you can watch, you know, it's a standing room only bring all the beer you want. Big, massive concert. But they liked the, they did seventies bands for a long time, so they would bring in the the old rockers that you'd know. And now it's kind of they've made this transition into the eighties and maybe a little bit of nineties stuff. 
and you go, I don't know who the hell this is. And then you go stand there and you watch the show and you're like, you're singing along. You know all of these songs. But you're you just familiar with them. You just don't know that you know them. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, that's that's kind of the, Makes the, sense. the hookup. Know the song, not the artist. Yeah. Hey, if I get to a place like that one day, that'll be all right. There was a year where they had Blues Traveler and Bare Naked Ladies, and it was like that was my that was my deal. Like I was in, completely sold on that. Mm. Uh, no, not going. Well, what, now they do have the Country Day, but the Country Day has moved to White River from to White River State Park. It's actually from, nice. I went last from year. Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I went to the last year's. Used to be free for me, and now I have to buy. What a kind of country do they play? So this year, like, Brad Paisley is their headliner. Mm-hmm. I'll probably. I love Brad Paisley. Let's be honest. I'll probably go. I love Brad Paisley. I won't pay for it, but I'll go. So Dakota uh, seemed like there was a bit of disgust for you there. What's what's? Up? I'm not a. Are you not a country fan? Or are you? Oh, not a last, year, was, last year was Luke Bryan, doesn't it? I love no. uh, country music. I like no, outlaw. So. Dirk Bentley. Music. I like old country. Music. Argue you, some people argue with you that Luke Bryan's not country music. He's country. He's just not Dakota and I's country. Well, okay. I, I don't. I fall like, off. I'm surprised that you like Brad Paisley. I do like Brad Paisley. He is pretty much 90s. the end of the line. Yeah, 90s. I, I'm good with. And there are like five or six more current country artists that I like. I do like Luke Combs. I like Cody Johnson. I like Brad Paisley. I will go to the see those guys. Okay, so like Morgan, was, Morgan Wallen, guys like eh, that. Morgan Wallen's fine, but he's not. I'm not packing a concert for Morgan Wallen. Luke Combs. Luke yeah. Combs is definitely. He's Luke definitely Combs the best okay. current. Yeah. I mean, he's like, I'm pretty sure he's the youngest to ever be inducted into the uh, Country Music Hall of Fame, so. Sure. Yeah, I, I believe it. I mean, nah, you could. He's on the Opry. He's the, the Opry now. Prob- I'll say this about Luke Combs. He's probably the only guy that they play on Country Music Radio that I'll enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. I can. Wait, what about like Zach Brown Band? Not a fan? You got your ass in the sand? Dude, hey, I went to a Zach Brown Band concert, and I'm telling you. That was one right there. See, the I knew Zach Brown Band, your mind. and mm-hmm. I knew a lot of I knew a lot of songs, but I didn't realize that that those were his songs. You know what I mean? Concerts can definitely change your mind. It was a, it was, oh, like, it was a fantastic. Like, eh, I don't really like them. Then you see them in concert. Wow, yeah, they're great. Yep, great performance. You, you just got to go and you got to see a lot of people in concert as many as you can. Yeah, like uh, last year it was April Guns and Roses, Paradise City, Night Ranger, Oops. Sister. April eighth at the uh, seven six five underground. Yeah. April 8th at uh, 510 Cedar Drive, Newcastle. Right. You got to go there. Yeah. 10 bucks, man. It's 10 a deal. Bucks. It's a steal. It is. And Gunner is going to give out autographs. That's right. Free. Free autographs from Free. all the artists. Yep. Trying to find your uh, your, your list here of, of the concerts that they've had back in the day. They had Sticks, Florida Georgia Line. Is this Carb Day? Uh, this is these are past things at the track. Mm. Here we go. All right, yeah, your your past Carb Days, Foreigner and Cool, cool in the Game. Yeah. Uh, Skrillex. Uh, that was uh, Skrillex was a uh, I believe a uh, bang snake pit. Wow. <laughs> they had Train. Uh, Skrillex is so big. When I was like coming up. I don't know, probably a sophomore in high school. No, Journey, maybe a senior. Three Dog Night, uh, Kid Rock. So, I mean, you've had some, you've had some decent ones. Journey, and all, not always the old, old, old school stuff. Thirty Eight Special, 
with Jane's addiction. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's that's your uh, that's your your carb day update. So you've heard all these in concert? No, no. I've I honestly I the way I've done the Speedway stuff has changed over the years. Now I actually go, but I don't know that I'll be inside for carb day. I will probably be back at my camper a thousand feet away listening to the listening to the bass of it all. Final thoughts, Christopher Staten. Welcome uh, back. Thank you. Thank you. You've uh, been missed. Two things. We were talking about concerts. So um, I I attend a lot of concerts over the summer. You are caller number nine at the radio station. I am either caller nine, ten, or caller one, depending on what they're doing early in the morning. I win a lot of concert tickets. Do they announce your name every time? Sure do. At this point, I just go, hey, this is Chris Staten. I'm in the system. And they go, all right, I got you. Same email address? Yes, please. And they just send me the, they just send it to me. I'm at 10 concerts for the year. You've won 10 concerts so far yes, this year. Yes, yes. And I've paid none. When you win the Brad Paisley tickets, just email them to me. <clears throat> I would, but I'll probably go. My wife will want to go. I'm trying to, I'm trying to convince my wife to sell the Shania Twain tickets because the lawn is going for a ridiculous amount of money. And I'm like, I don't really care to see Shania that, that much. But she's like, well, we are going. When is Shania playing? Another Canadian, by the way. Uh, I think sometime in August or July. I don't know. I have a list. So, and then uh, you're going to attend almost all of these. Yeah, yeah, probably. We try to. We try to. We're, we're working through some financial baby steps, and so we uh, we try to get cheap entertainment as much as we can. I feel like you could sell those Chennai Twin tickets to advance your cause, then, Bucko. Hey, buddy, I'm trying. My wife. <laughs> my wife's putting her foot down here. Uh, the second thing I will say, uh, you do need to go. Uh, Go to the Patreon and subscribe because you will find out how I became man enough to pull start a lawnmower. That's it. Good plug. I know. Good plug. Look, I may be rusty, but I got some tricks up my sleeve. Did you make it over to your your, your very good friend's uh, op- grand opening this week? I, I, thought, I thought for sure you'd do a congratulations to who's your auto group for opening up. No, no. I figured I, I'm shocked that there's not a Potter wing. But one day there will be. <laughs> yeah, Ke- Kevin Potter has paid for what a, a good portion of that building with his, his so. updates and repairs over there. Yeah. So but yeah, Hoosier Auto, congratulations to them. They've uh, they've opened up their brand new car dealership, and there is a very nice, very gently used Honda Accord that's available for sale down there. I feel like I know the past owner of that. You do. Oh. Gunner, you got anything for us? Final thoughts? Things to plug? Anything we forgot? Any 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 thing you have to defend? Um. No, and unless we uh, unless we do a Barber Olympics, I don't think. Uh, but uh, I think you need to you need to organize Barber Olympics. Hey, if, and rent rent a venue. If, maybe you do it down at the Smith Building or uh, or Bundy Auditorium. Sell tickets. Look, if if Boss Hog will will be a sponsor for it, I'll try. We will be in to help sponsor and even MC hey. with enough notice. We will MC the Barber Olympics. And you can cut any hairs. We'll have Dakota start growing his hairs out now. Okay. And we will volunteer him for any procedure that they deem necessary. Okay. All right. Fade different section. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all in. I am all in on the Barber Olympics. Yeah, I really yeah. am. It's oh, an idea. There's a. There's Do you know actually, how many barbers there are in town? Licensed? I can do it. 
He's, he's using his fingers. He said he didn't want to run for clerk treasurer because he wasn't good at math. And here he is breaking out his fingers. If there's more than ten barbers in town, we're going to lose a set of shoes. We're upset. I know. I know. There's at least nine. All right. So, so he's got to. You got to invite the top, what you deem to be the top ten barbers in this town, but or cosmetologists. Oh, oh, or cosmetologists. Or cosmetologists. Now, is there? They have to work in a barber shop. Yes. The barbering Olympics, or as presented by Boss Hogger Liberty. Okay. Cool. Cool. You put this together. We'll put it on the calendar for the fall, maybe right after the election, so that some people have more time to pay attention, uh, or while they're transitioning over from barbering to marrying. Uh, I think I think this is the path. I think so. I think I think we need to plan this out. I think so. The barbering Olympics. Oh my gosh! Hey. What do you? We need we need ten volunteers to get their hair. There cut. will be um, judging based on. Time, technique, blood drawn, quality. <laughs> Who's the judge? If we've got all and, the barbers there and comfort, that's true. There's four. Well, so there's nine barbers, um, but there is an insane amount of uh, people who do hair. Yeah. So I think we've got some options. We, we we could do. There's a lot of ways we could do this. Oh, I, I just thought we could bring in some out of town barbers. You bring in out of town barbers. Uh, I mean. There's, you know, a lot of cosmetologists that, that cut men men's hair too. That you know, at least know what to look for. They may not do it all the time, but they know what to look for. Um, and even, I mean, you could have uh, Dakota, Jeremiah, and yourself. I mean, you guys could judge too. I think everybody can, you know. Zach see Bertram a good says haircut. this needs to be a Fourth Friday event. A Fourth Friday Ooh, down yeah, in the yeah. plaza. Car- yeah, I bet right in the heart. I of bet Carrie would be down. Yeah, we could. I bet we could organize this pretty easily for the Barber Olympics. Mm-hmm. All right. We're gonna we're gonna see where this goes, Dakota. Do you have any final thoughts for us? Thanks for coming on, Gunner. I'm excited to to see how your event goes. I appreciate it. Thank uh, you guys for the invite. That's spectacular. I have uh, my final item. I swear to God, it boomers have got to have their Facebook keys taken away. Probably. Nobody is cutting off their catalytic converter. This one guy, <laughs> I, I, the same post the same picture of the same dude has been cutting off catalytic converters all winter in spiceland and in knightstown and in newcastle and in greenfield and in every other small town you've been to and the poor bastard probably never even cut a catalytic converter in his life (laughs) additionally there are leaves in the pictures Mm -hmm. every time every time I, i this is my call to action if you're of age to be listening to this show, then call your parents and tell them that nobody is stealing their catalytic converter. And if they did steal their catalytic converter, well, they have an insurance claim and then go to Hoosier Auto and they'll put one back on. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be okay. But I swear to God, this guy looks, the, the funny thing is it looks just like my cousin who lives down in Florida. And I'm like, well, Zach's obviously up here stealing catalytic converters again. Oh my God. Every time. Is this, is, are you noticing this? Oh, yeah. This is not just me saying no, this. No. I've, not, I've not gone crazy. No, I noticed the exact same thing. And I also noticed um, the like fake profile that shares the house that my grandmother is going into a nursing home and we need somebody to live in her house for rent-free <laughs> and we need it to happen within the next week or so. And you just see everybody sharing this post. It's like, how stupid do you have to be? To be like, oh, yeah, somebody's going to let you live in their house rent-free. First day on the internet. All right. 
We say thank you guys so very much. We say thank you to Chris Staten for coming out of retirement to help us out this week. Contact Gunner Landon. Go get your go get your hairs cut and go uh, go enjoy the seven six five underground on April eighth. All right, we'll see you then.